0: welcome back to the sixth episode of rare podcast shuffle on over as we talk about card games a lot of games can be considered card games or have cards in them so you might hear this topic more than once today though we focus on games that are strictly just cards well enough of the details let's roll the dice and get this episode started
1: here we go again
0: welcome back
1: welcome back for episode six
0: we're getting there
1: getting there almost to 10 already
0: wow feels like only yesterday that we started
1: (laughs) it does kind of i know everybody's always like oh you're you're doing what episode now like people are always like really surprised like, yeah. And we're
0: like the fact it. that we just released three? What?
1: Yeah. We we do try to record about every week. So uh, even though everybody gets it bi weekly, we're recording it yeah. weekly. I think that's
0: what's crazy. I know. It's like third episode <laughs> it's a month and a half. I know.
1: <laughs> so you guys are going to get this pretty far down the line, but. <laughs> I mean, not that far. (laughs) But it's board games. They're timeless. Board games, card games, they're all timeless. Time.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right. Today, card games. What are card games? They're games with cards in them. Thanks. Yeah. So... You know, you got your co- games that just you know have cards, or they're your collectible card games. Oh so you yeah. Get booster packs in them.
1: The boosters make
0: your make your deck all fancy. Cool. But today, I'm gonna talk about Smash Up. Oh. Smash Up is two to four players. Runs about forty five minutes publisher is AEG or Alderac Entertainment Games and it is designed by Paul Peterson so what is Smash Up? Well, that's a great question because I'm about to tell you.
1: <laughs> please tell me
0: so in the base game uh, I think there's ten ten factions sure, that I- you can choose from I'll trust you on that Basically, you pick two factions and you shuffle them together, and that's your deck.
1: Because each faction
0: has twenty cards in it, so you're going to end up with a forty-card deck. There's action cards. There's minion cards. There's power cards. I think it's just actually just action and minions.
1: Yeah, it's a variation Uh, of those.
0: Uh. So, like, an example of some factions in the base game, you got, like, pirates and ninjas mm-hmm. and dinosaurs and...
1: Robots.
0: Robots. They're my favorite. Are the giant ants in the base game?
1: I honestly can't I think remember. I've played with so many expansions that I can't... Honestly, I don't remember what's what's in the base. Expansions
0: and what's in the base game anymore. Uh, Aliens, I think, is in the base game. So really, you could be like alien pirates or pirate ninjas or alien dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. Like, you can take any two factions Mm -hmm, you want mm -hmm. and mix them together. Do they all play well together? No. Not necessarily. (laughs) You're going to find out that some of them just don't work out together. But it's fun to try different things anyway. See how it goes. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: basically, the premises of the game is there are different bases that you play your cards to, mm-hmm. and basically, what you want to do is kind of like get the most points on a base. So when it explodes, mm-hmm. quote unquote, <laughs> you'll get the you'll get the most points. Mm-hmm. So there. Are is a number up in the corner which is the number that you try to get to to make the base explode. Mhm. And then there's three big numbers on it. It's like uh it could be like first, second, third. Uh, the usually usually the one on the left side is the biggest number mm-hmm. and then they get smaller. Yeah. And that's the one like if you have the most power at that base. Mm-hmm. You'll get that number. Yeah. And that's how many points you get in the first person to I think twenty mm-hmm. wins the game. Uh sometimes it's a little different though. Sometimes you kind of want to be second place, because mm-hmm. maybe second place has the biggest number. Yeah. But um the bases do have abilities on them. Mm-hmm. So like when you play a minion there, maybe something will happen. Or when the base pops or explodes maybe something will happen maybe Mm -hmm. you'll get to keep your minions instead of them going to your discard pile Mm -hmm. um and all the different factions do play differently so um I think zombies might be in the base game Uh, so zombies like their faction Uh is based on you kind of want stuff in your discard pile because cards are pulling them out of the discard pile like Mm -hmm. the graveyard zombies Mm -hmm. are coming back to life Mm -hmm. um yeah. Aliens are more about trying to get points, like mm-hmm. quick points. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they're they're all about invading.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's like some factions that are really good about moving your minions around and like distributing, mm-hmm. you know, your minions instead of keeping them all in one spot. Mm-hmm. Um or you'll get like bonus points for having certain types of minions together on a base. So it's, it's hard to really pin down like how to play this game because depending on which factions you use and what combination really changes the gameplay. But it it, it can be fun. I would recommend playing with more than two people because when you're just playing with two people, it's just like a lot of back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the game is meant to be more of like distributing like the bad things mm-hmm. instead of just focusing on one person So I I would say that it would be better to play with three to four players rather than two.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm kind of surprised they have a two-player function on.
0: Yeah, but there are so many expansions. Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) There's a big box, and it's a pretty big box. Oh, yeah. There's so many different factions from the Mm -hmm. expansions, like you really could go a long time without playing the same two factions (laughs) and be fine. Like there's like a, the obligatory Cthulhu expansion. So everything's like HP Lovecraft theme. There's um, an expansion where it's like, um, like a knockoff Lord of the Rings and game of Thrones and Star Trek kind of theme there's, like, an 80s-themed one. There's one that's got, like, kitty cats and unicorns and princesses and grandmas in it. Yeah. And, like, there's just so many different things, and, like, they're kind of crazy, and they're definitely knockoffs of things, but it's kind of fun to see, like, their spin on stuff mm-hmm. and see how, like, that faction works and plays. Mm-hmm. So.
1: For sure. So- I... Smash Up is such a fun... It's it's not really a deck-building game. It is called Smash Up because you're smashing two decks together. But I... It's a game that I don't own. But if somebody does, I am always down to be like, Yeah, we can play Smash Up. I'm not going to say no to that one. Try to get your hands on Smash Up if you can. If you know somebody that has it, get them to play it with you.
0: They're is a digital version. Oh, there is. But it's kind of clunky. Oh. So I probably wouldn't recommend it. I would yeah. probably say just go ahead and try to
1: play like mm-hmm. the physical
0: version. Yeah. You'll probably have more fun.
1: And the expansions I would guess are not standalone. No. Okay.
0: I think I don't really see how they wouldn't be Because they do come with, like, their own tokens and their own bases, Mm -hmm. but they just don't have as many bases into it because, like, each faction has, like, two bases Mm -hmm. that kind of, like, work with that faction specifically. Yeah. Like, the, the base, like... Um, action on it kind of flows well.
1: Yeah, There's like a
0: synergy with that particular faction. And so like each expansion comes with two bases per faction Mm -hmm. that you can mix in but there's not enough to really like keep the game going. So you kind of need the base just for those like extra Extra bases. bases, Because otherwise the game would be over pretty quick. Yeah.
1: I can can see that. I guess if if you want to try it you could probably pick up an expansion to see if you like it but i don't know if that's if that would work very well but you could definitely try it you just wouldn't get very well, far i think i
0: think the base game with it having ten factions. Yeah, in it is it's very A worth, good starting yeah. point. And there are like the more simpler mm-hmm. factions. Like yeah. they're not super complicated. Mm-hmm. So
1: I also just really like the robots and that's in the base. So get the base.
0: Yeah. Get the base. <laughs> get the base try it out. If you like it, try to find an expansion of maybe something you like or mm-hmm. might be familiar with. Mm-hmm. Like I said, everything's kind of like a knockoff version of something,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it's it's just like a really <laughs> bad knockoff. Like yeah. it's obviously like a a specific thing. Yeah, it's very. But they're and they're like making yeah. fun of it. Yeah, but like in a fun, it's... not mean kind of. Yeah, way. Yeah, it's
1: it's a lighthearted kind of poking fun.
0: Yeah, like I'm pretty sure the Star Trek themed one has like the red shirts oh, and like yeah. they always die. Oh yeah,
1: so. you can't have a star trek knockoff and not have red shirts that die
0: (laughs) yeah so that's smash up smash
1: up smashing them up smash them all right well i've got a game a card game that is called the mind oh it is two to four players and it's about 15 minutes
0: and it's hard.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's published by Nurnberger Spielkarten Ver- Verlag. Or Vertag, I can't read my own handwriting. Um, and Pandasaurus.
0: Pandasaurus. We'll just go with that one. Yeah.
1: Um, and it's designed by Wolfgang Warsh. I'm gonna say that's how you say it. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but The Mind is a. I I like this game because it gets everybody to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but if
0: you're tired of people talking, play this play game.
1: Play this game. But this game is uh, trying to get you to communicate with your mind. So the game is a deck of cards they're numbered 1 to 100 and the way the game works is you are trying to go through levels so for level 1 everybody gets one card and um, and each for each level you get that many cards in your hand so like if you're on level 5 you get 5 cards in your hand Um, But for every level, all the cards have to be played in ascending order, but you can't communicate what you have in your hand at all. So you're just staring at each other.
0: Uh, The premise is so easy, but it's so hard.
1: It is is hard, Um, but the game does give you, um, you do get lives, so if you... Um, so like if for example we were on level two and you laid down 32 and I actually had 30 we would lose a life but because the both of us were playing we would have two lives so I would just discard my card and we still get to play on if for some reason we did lose all of our lives then we lose the game but it does if you beat certain levels you do get like another life or you can get something called a shuriken which can have everybody just throw down their lowest card in their hand which is definitely helpful for later levels so if you're like on level five and you use one of your shurikens everybody lays down their lowest card and let's say somebody played down 97 as their lowest card <laughs> you know, all their other cards are higher than 97. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's kind of what it's used for there. But otherwise, it's it's a very simple game to play. But it's so hard. It is, it is hard. It's, it's hard in a good way. You feel really good when you get to one of the higher levels. I will say, I don't think I've got, I've beaten level 7, I think. I think we've got to level 7, but I don't think we beaten level seven so yeah
0: I don't know the farthest I've gone and it definitely gets harder like the more people you have
1: because
0: mm-hmm. it's more people you have to worry about, about. yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's a it's a nice simple game and it has play fairly quickly but it's very easy to get caught up oh we'll, we'll just we'll try it one more time <laughs> three hours
0: later but
1: yeah. But that's that's the mind.
0: All right. My next card game is called Food Fight.
1: Food Fight.
0: It is three to six players. Plays about thirty minutes. It is published by Cryptozoic Entertainment, and designer is Matt Hira. Hira. One of those. Yeah. Maybe none of those. One of those Who is right. Who knows? Great. Except for that guy. <laughs> So in Food Fight, you are p- playing cards with food on them, and you're fighting over meals. Yeah. So you have, um, like, breakfast cards, you have lunch cards, and you have dinner cards. And then you have, like, instant cards, which are usually, like, condiments. Oh, okay. So, uh... Basically, your it's a drafting game, so you draft nine cards, and then you leave five cards in your hand, and you put like four aside. Uh, the max you can have in your hand is five. You can't have less, but if you have less, then you're just not gonna do that well that round mm-hmm. or that game because you're not being you won't be able to play as much. Yeah. Um, but when you set up your hand. You can decide, like, what order they go in, and then, um, basically, uh, you're you're just trying to get points, so there will be cards in the middle, uh, could be breakfast, lunch, or dinner, could be, like, two lunches and a dinner, could be all breakfast, (laughs) and then, like, you decide which meal you want to fight for. Uh Uh-huh. And so there's like a a plating phase, and that's when you're like play down your cards, and then um, there you have three plates: you have a breakfast plate, a lunch plate, and a dinner plate. Uh-huh. So once once you're ready, you put your plate face down, and then everybody reveals like their plate at the same time. Yeah. So um, if you reveal your plate and somebody has the same plate as you so say you're both fighting for breakfast then you do kind of like a face-off and it's uh the cards have like strength on them and special abilities and stuff and so whoever comes out you know with the highest amount wins that meal if you flip over your plate and nobody has the same plate as you, then you go against the dog. So the dog <laughs> is just a stack of cards that has numbers on them and you're uh-huh. just trying to beat that number.
1: <laughs> That's fun. It's,
0: it's pretty kooky, yeah. but the, the artwork is kind of like that old school, like, 50s wartime propaganda kind of look. Oh,
1: yeah?
0: Or 40s, maybe? <laughs> But you're just fighting over dinner or meals and you're just trying to get the most points. So like so if you come out on top at breakfast time and there's two breakfast cards, then you get both breakfast cards. And the the cards in the middle have points on them. And then like whoever gets to a certain amount of points mm-hmm. wins the game. <laughs> but it's pretty fun. Like the, the cards play on each other. So, like, some of the cards are, like, Private Pancake, or General Donut, or Tech Sergeant Toast. <laughs> and so Private Pancake, his ability is plus eight for each other Private Pancake in your army. So maybe you want to stack your your army with a bunch of Private Pancakes so you can get that bonus when you when you play that card. Um, I know there's a couple of them where, like, uh, Pancaking or, um there's a waffles card and a general chicken. So chicken and waffles, like you'll get a bonus card for playing chicken and waffles. <laughs> so it's just, it's, it's fun. The different combinations, yeah. like the, the artwork's funny. Uh, how they work together is kind of fun. And it's just food fighting. I, food fight.
1: I want, I want a private pancake now. That sounds right? so cute. <laughs>
0: uh it's pretty funny, and once yeah, Cryptozoic's known for playing or for making kind of like quirky games, so it, it fits right up in there with the kind of stuff that they yeah. usually oh. do. So,
1: mm-hmm. totally.
0: That's food fight.
1: Okay, well, I'm um, I'm gonna go a different route from your quirky food fighting game. And we're going to get into modern art card game.
0: Oh, man.
1: It's two to five players, about 20 to 30 minutes. It's published by Simon. I always want to call him Come On. Come On! <laughs> and it's designed by Rainer Kinzia.
0: And if you don't know, Simon stands for Cool Mini or Not. <laughs>
1: I just found that out last time I hung out with Ricky. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But a modern art card game, if you've played modern art, it is similar but different. So modern art is a bidding game. Modern art card game is a kind of a set collecting card game a little bit um so you can actually pick it up in a different version so we have a modern art card game which has as it says in the title kind of modern art um one of my favorite artists in the game is is tech they kind of do graffiti type art okay Uh, all the artists in the game are real artists. You can actually look up their art. Um, And then they have a different version. It plays the exact same way, but it's called Master's Gallery. Um, But it has traditional art, like um, from Van Gogh and Monet, and that sort of thing. So, if you like more traditional artists, you would probably want Master's Gallery. But if you like modern art, you would want Modern Art Card Game. Otherwise, the gameplay is a complete same, So, the way the game works is that you start off with a hand of cards. The more of an artist that you've played down and that everybody else has played down, it makes the artist worth more money because you can collect more of their art, basically.
0: They're popular.
1: They're popular. So, every round, you start off the round with a certain number of cards depending on the number of players. I, me and Jason played this because it is a two-player game. I didn't think the two-player gameplay was terrible. I can see why you would want more people. But otherwise, we would just play a card from our hand down in front in our own little gallery. Um, if it had a special little symbol, we would do what the special little symbol was. Maybe it was play another card from the same artist down. Or it was like play a secret card down or maybe it would be give that artist uh, an award which gives them like a plus two when you're calculating your score every round and then the round ends when there are it depends on how many people are playing but like so for a two-player game when five cards from the same artist were played the round ended and you started counting up whoever had the most art card so like whoever had the most art cards would get a little 3, the second most would get a 2, and the third least most would get a 1. Nobody else counts that round. So it can change from round to round who is, you know, the most popular artist basically, especially with the number of players cuz each artist has a different number of cards in the in the set. So like one artist will have 17 cards. In the deck, and then another artist will have 21 cards in the deck. And that does not change per player. You always use the whole deck every round or every game, no matter the number of players. Hmm. But we we enjoyed it a lot. If you've played um, Modern Art, um, they do play pretty different, um, kind of the same theme. With the modern art, but they do have different artists in this game than they do in that game. It's cute. It comes in like a little box. You get a little pencil to write on your little pad for all the scores and stuff, and you get little tokens for the awards that the artists get and that sort of thing. But I, you know, I like looking at the art. It's nice finding some modern artists because, you know, it's hard to think of modern artist when you see traditional right. art like everybody knows who van gogh is but not everybody knows who tech is <laughs> right so i i definitely like seeing different art in the game it's always a plus but it's it's a pretty game check it out check this one out that is a card game or you can check out Modern art, which is still technically a card game, but I consider that one a bidding game because you're actively bidding and you have money. But that's modern art card game.
0: Yeah. Fancy. Well, I'm about to get unfancy. No! <laughs> With epic spell wars.
1: Ooh, yeah, that is very unfancy.
0: <laughs> Mature warning. Mature content warning. <laughs> uh actually the title is a lot longer but there's multiple versions of this game they're like expansion slash standalone games yeah um but they play two to six players 30 minutes published by cryptozoic entertainment the designers are Rob heinzo and Corey Jones and the one I'm looking at right now is epic spell wars of the battle wizards Rumble X castle tentacle But <laughs> there's
1: like Tentacular.
0: three other ones I think at this point.
1: Yeah, isn't isn't one of them something Pleasure Palace or something like that?
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the newer ones. Yeah.
1: They actually um, had a lot more than I realized cuz we have two of them, and I actually didn't realize that they were still actively coming out with expansions yeah, and standalones. I think we have
0: three of them, and there's two of them we don't have, so I guess it's five all together. Yeah.
1: There's there's a lot more than what I thought, so.
0: <laughs> but the reason it's, it actually does have a mature content warning on the box, because, like, the content is not kid-friendly.
1: No. At all. <laughs> not, at, not at all.
0: Like, One of the the wizards' example in this one is Cuddle Wizard Sir Kitty Purrington. And that's like a very mild version of some of the other ones that you could have. (laughs) So in Epic Spell Wars, basically you are battle wizards battling it out with your fancy spells. Um, You can play... Uh, a one-card spell, a two-card spell, or a three-card spell, um, depending on how many cards you're playing, depends on like what order you play in. So if you only have a one-card spell, and you're the only one with a one-card spell, you'll go first, and then whoever has a two-card spell will go, and then three-card spells. If like two people are playing a three-card spell, there's like an initiative... Uh, number on the cards, and then whoever has the highest initiative goes first. Um, uh, the the three different types are source, quality, and delivery. And then when you play them all together, what's nice is the cards actually like line up mm-hmm. and there's a banner that stretches across all of them. And so when you are playing your spell, you read, what's on the banner, and that's, like, the name of your spell. So in the example, there's Grizz Glowballs Mother Forking Jelly Square. And that's your spell. <laughs> <laughs> and what the spells do is they have, like, different, um, like, abilities on them that are, like, will either heal you or or they can damage somebody, or there's just some mm-hmm. type of effect that goes into play. Mm-hmm. And basically what you're doing is, uh, I think everybody starts off with like 20, 20 HP, and you're trying to get all the everybody else down to zero. You're trying to be like the last wizard standing.
1: <laughs> last wizard standing.
0: Like, <laughs> part of the rules is you're supposed to say the spell in like a... Uh, funny wizard voice and if you don't do it like something bad can happen to you mm. kind of thing so that they make it really like fun and lighthearted. Mm-hmm. like you kind of want to like just have fun with it you don't want to take it too seriously yeah especially with um like rawhide auto erotic glow balling as a spell <laughs>
1: You you really gotta ham it up.
0: Yeah, and if there's, like, like a part of a spell that you don't have, you're still supposed to, like, say the whole spell name. So, like, say you only play a one-card spell, and it's just, like, the first part of it, you're supposed to make up, like, an adjective and, like, a thing. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, subject, adjective, thing, depending on what you have or don't have kind of filled in so it sounds like a full spell even though you don't have all the cards mm-hmm. so typically if you don't have like the first card which is the source card which is the subject you usually are supposed to just like substitute your wizard's name for it mm-hmm. so it's kind of fun like if you don't have things just kind of like make stuff up and yeah. kind of go crazy with it it's 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 a different kind of game yeah But it's hilarious, like the different combinations that you can get. It
1: really is. And if you're looking for like another kind of mature game that's not Cards Against Humanity, I feel like this is a good another dip into the the you know adult board game pool. I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just it's very immature humor. Yes. But sometimes you just. You just need a good laugh. Yeah, um, I I feel like this is that. Like, definitely, do not take it seriously. Yeah. Like, oh,
1: for sure. At all. And and the art on the cards is kind of, uh, heavy metal rock inspired. I would yeah. say
0: it's. Well, it's.
1: But it's kind of it's cartoony, so it's
0: kind of like yeah. Rick and Morty you smashed with like Adventure Time artwork like it's very cartoony and animated and but bizarre yeah
1: yeah yeah. Like
0: it's like it's nice but it's like that Rick and Morty like you don't really expect to see mm -hmm. a certain kind of thing and like there it is
1: yeah Jason kind of compares it to like Super Jail from Adult Swim if you've seen that show it's pretty reminiscent of that so it does it it and it it's pretty on the nose with adult swim kind of humor yeah
0: (laughs) yeah so if you like adult swim and you want a game for uh, your adult friends and you just want to have a good laugh yeah epic spell wars
1: you get a kick out of it like every time we play it
0: yeah I like talking in a weird wizard voice.
1: <laughs> it's your weird wizard, what?
0: <laughs> this is my old mad wizard voice, and I'm going to cast an evil
1: spell on you. You <laughs> just sound so feeble. <laughs> I, I might it. fall
0: apart with your next spell, but <laughs> your whippersnappers better look out.
1: Uh, yeah, get battle lizards. It's great. <laughs> uh well I'll I'll change gears um, and go into very kid friendly territory now.
0: <laughs> I think we're I think we're good after this.
1: Yeah. Um but let's talk about Llama. Llama. It's uh two to six players. It's a pretty quick game at about twenty minutes. Published by Amigo, and oddly enough, it's also designed by Rainer Kinzia, who also designed Modern Art Card Game. Wow! Fun! Um, But in Llama, you get a hand of brightly colored cards, and the cards will be labeled uh, either 1 through 6 or with a llama. I like llamas. I know, right? The way the game works is it's a little bit like Uno. So when it's your turn, uh, you can play a card, you can pass, or you can quit. So passing just means like, yeah, I'm just going to pass this hand. Um, Like I'm still in it. But if you quit, if you you know, you still have cards. You kind of laid them face down. Nobody can see them until the end of the round. Um, And then if you play a card, you have to play in ascending order. um, But, and it has to be either one higher or the same number. So if there's a two out, you either have to play a two or you have to play a three. And then if there's a six out, you can either play a six or a llama. (laughs) Llama! So a llama is kind of like a seven. A llama also resets it. So you can play another llama on a llama. Or you can play a one on the llama. I want
0: to play a duck. Llama, <laughs> llama, duck.
1: Llama, llama, dick. There's no ducks in this game. Sorry. Dang. <laughs> um, and then the first person to get rid of their hand uh, wins the round. Um, And then everybody else gets uh, little tokens for the cards they have left in their hand. So if you quit... Kind of
0: like president.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess you could say it's kind of like (laughs) president. We're not talking about president.
0: (laughs) I know, but I'm just like, this sounds awfully familiar. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, But if you had, uh, like, if you quit, earlier in the round and you had a one and a two in your hand left, you would get three tokens because you get three points. Uh, But this is a game where you don't want points. Right. Um, And you just keep playing round to round. Uh, The first player to get 40 points ends the game. They obviously don't win the game. They, They lose very, very hard. Yeah. But the person with the least amount of tokens actually wins the game. And it's a super kid-friendly game. It's, you know, one through six with llamas. Cards are brightly colored. I enjoy it very much. It's it's a, it's a a game to take. When you're, like, going out on a picnic or something, and you're like, oh, hey, I brought this fun little card game. It does sound pretty cute. Yeah, it's. I love the llamas are like just outrageous looking. They're like rainbow colored and they're like bouncing on their card. Yeah, they're really. uh,
0: Are they all the same or does each llama card different?
1: I can't quite remember. I want to say there there may be different colors. Maybe the backgrounds are different colors or something. But I think otherwise it's the same picture of a llama.
0: Boo! I want different llamas.
1: Super, super cute, super easy, super fun. I enjoy it a lot. But that's Llama!
0: Llama! Alright, I will go on to my next game. It is called Guild Hall Fantasy. And you do want to make sure you add Fantasy on there because I think there's an older game that is just called Guild Hall and it's a different game. So this mm-hmm. one is Guild Hall Fantasy. It's two to four players, it's 30 to 45 minutes. It is published by AEG, and the designer is Hope S. Huang. Nice. Uh, so this one, there are four different ones that you can get. I think there's Fellowship, Alliance, Coalition, and then like Advanced Guildhall. Um, they all play the same but what is different is the professions that are in them so like one box has like barbarians and artificers and rogues and paladins
1: yeah paladins and clerics yeah paladins and clerics i like the artificers
0: <laughs> yeah and then the like next game has like six different professions and then the next one has six different ones upon more and then like the fourth one's got different ones so whichever one you get the professions are going to be different but it does play the same basically so what you do in guild hall is you start off with nine cards and then um you do have like a chance to like kind of mulligan I guess, because you can, like, discard so many cards if you don't want them and then draw, like, up to nine cards again. And then you'll take three of those cards and put them inside your guild hall, and that will be, like, your starting point. Mm-hmm. So the point of that is some of the cards, um, they have different abilities on them, and you some of them you have to already have something in your guild hall for you to be able to play the ability. So if that's needed, it'll have, like, a one or two next to the ability, and that's how many you'll have to have already in your guild hall for the mm-hmm. ability to be able to be played. If it's got a zero next to it, then you don't have to have anybody. So what you're trying to do is lay down some of the cards that might need you know, that profession in your guild hall, mm-hmm. and then uh, you get two actions per turn. You can play your profession, you can discard cards, or you can by victory points. So playing, if you decide to play two cards, you have to play two different professions. You can't play two of the same profession in Mm -hmm. the same turn. And what you're trying to do is make chapters. And a chapter consists of all of one profession, but there's five different colors. So you want to have a stack of five. So there's like red, blue, green, yellow, and purple. And once you get a stack and you complete a chapter you scoop it up put it face down and that's how you buy victory points is you have to have completed chapters to buy victory points so basically the different professions have different abilities so like a barbarian the barbarian you discard a card from your guild hall and then you can discard a card from somebody else's guild hall Mm Mm-hmm. Some cards might let you play directly into your guild hall from your hand or the discard pile or the draw pile. Some cards will let you, like, look through, like, somebody's hand or the discard pile. Um, so there's just the different professions allow different things to happen. And the, the more you have, uh, the more stuff you can do. And maybe it changes because each profession has, like, different levels. Mm-hmm. Of abilities and like the more or like the higher up of the ability is the better it is for you mm-hmm. so um it's basically just like creating stacks of professions or chapters and then trying to get victory points and the first person to 20 victory points wins and um the victory points some of them just have points on them and some of them actually have like Um, abilities so maybe you'll get like an extra action or maybe it'll let you draw some cards or something so it's i tend to play it i i tend to be bad and i try to focus more on my guild hall and trying to like complete chapters Mm -hmm. but it is kind of beneficial to try to be a little bit more aggressive and Mm -hmm. trying to like affect the other players guild hall so they're not able to complete what they need to as easily or as quickly. So you kind of want to have a nice balance of completing your guild hall, but mm-hmm. kind of hindering your opponent's guild hall.
1: Yeah. It's, so. it's, it's a game where it's, it's, you do want to be aggressive and if you're not, it is okay, but it's, it's, it's okay to be aggressive in a game sometimes. Yeah. It's okay.
0: Be aggressive. Be aggressive. Okay. <laughs> but it's it's a little... It's one of those games where they simplified the cars by just having icons on them instead of having a bunch of words. Mm-hmm. But they do have, like, cards that you put off to the side that do have words on them to explain it to you if, like, the icons don't make sense. Mm-hmm. But I feel like once you know what the icons mean and they do have like a quick guide to what the icons are it's pretty easy to look at it and like oh this means this like after you play it a little bit it makes sense and you could probably play it without the player aids
1: yeah i got a pretty good handle on it when you were showing it to me after a couple of hands i mean there was a couple of ones that i like hadn't played the card yet so i was like What does this one mean again? But once you play the cards a few times, you kind of get a handle on what all the things mean.
0: And I think if you get like all of them, like one, the replayability it for just one set is still good because you can never really play the same game twice. Mm -hmm. But having the different professions, you get to like try different combinations Mm -hmm. and like do different things. So it's I think it. It's good to have the different sets. Mm -hmm. And what's also nice is like you can mix and match stuff. Like you don't have to keep the sets in those sets. Like you can take two from this one, one from this one, and two from that one. Mm -hmm. Like and mix them all together. Yeah. And then there's even like a a saga where you can take all of the cards (laughs) and make one giant game out of it. (sighs) But instead of playing purely for a specific profession like certain professions have a specific symbol in them in like mm-hmm. the upper corner. So then at that point you're basically playing for the symbol and not the profession. So like maybe there are a bunch of like holy professions and this one's more like, you know, rogue like perfection professions and the symbols just match up. And you're playing for the symbols. So there's different ways of playing it. And then there's even the advanced one adds, um, like, another mechanic to it, but I've never played with Mm -hmm. that one because it's always so long in between, like, when we play (laughs) that we never feel confident enough to play with that mechanic, so we just haven't done it yet. Yeah,
1: Well, uh, we'll try it someday together.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's Guildhall Fantasy. Nice.
1: Well, we will take a small little tiny break here to let you guys hear from a sponsor of ours check them out after this
0: imagine a world a world full of adventure fantasy and magic a kingdom wild in nature and ripe with life a living story told by a group of adventurers where fate is in their hands And in the roll of the dice. This is the Redbeard Chronicles, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast played by the Uncontrollably Fine Group, with your dungeon master, Jason Ernest. Find us everywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. A new part of the story unfolds every Friday.
1: little break in there to get back into the flow of things. How about I talk about Flux? <laughs>
0: Flux.
1: We mentioned it for a hot minute on an episode, so I figured I would talk about it during a card games because it's a card yeah. game. <laughs> uh, it if plays... you remember, yeah. I hated this game. But now <laughs> I don't. Uh, it, it plays two to six players And it can play anywhere from 5 minutes to 30 minutes. It's published by Looney Labs. And it's designed by Andrew Looney and Kristen Looney. So, Hmm. the game is called Flux. Because the game is constantly in flux. So, and it, you know... Ricky didn't like it at first, and a lot of people don't like it because of that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. like The rules are constantly fluctuating. Yeah.
1: Um, (laughs) So, every game starts the same way. Each player starts with a hand of three cards and you start with the base rules, which is you draw one, you play one. And that's just how the game starts. So, there are um, a couple different kinds of cards, so you can have goal cards, and you can have keeper cards, um, you can have rule cards, and the rule cards can be anything from drawing additional cards, or playing more cards, or it could be you can only have a hand limit of six, um, And then the goal cards will have to do with the keepers. Um, so the goal card could be like, oh, if you were playing the Marvel-themed one, your goal could be to get all the Spider-Men. So you would want, um, I don't know, your regular Peter Parker Spider-Man, you would want your Miles Morales Spider-Man, um, and when if you had those keepers in front of you and that goal is active, you win the game. But on somebody else's turn, they could change that goal or they could take one of your keepers. Um, so that's why the game is just constantly in flux. Because there are actions that will steal keepers. There are actions that will shuffle up people's keepers and distribute them out differently. Um, Each game of Flux kind of runs relatively the same as far as um, they all have rules, they all have keepers, they all have actions, um, but they're pretty thematic how they play. So with the Marvel one, um, there are some rules that will be uh, Marvel themed. Like one of the rules is you can only say I am Groot. And I was stuck saying, "I am groot for a couple of rounds. <laughs> um, but there's yep. about 25 different kinds of flux. Um, you've got them yep. yeah, you've got the Marvel one that I mentioned. Um, there's a zombie themed one, which is pretty fun. Uh, you got zombies are bad keepers. you don't want those. Um they're creepers. They're, they're creepers. Um, and then they've got some more educational themed ones. They've got chemistry ones, and then they've got math ones. Um, I think um they're they're gonna have an astronomy one coming out if it's not out already, and a SpongeBob themed one. Um there's a couple of different Star Trek themed ones. They have a next generation. Deep Space Nine and Voyager, um, and then they have a more generic uh, Star Flux, and that was, I think, before they obtained rights to Star Trek. So they did a pretty generic kind of uh, space-themed flux. But um, there's there's all kinds of different flux if you don't if you don't care got for the base Adventure
0: one, Time and Batman. Yeah.
1: There's I I like the Marvel one. It adds a coin in, which kind of changes things up, just a smidge. And uh, I believe you can technically combine fluxes, um, just because the nature of the game is it's constantly in flux, anyways. Um, I but each one probably wouldn't recommend. Nah, it. I wouldn't <laughs> recommend it. Um, but you can if you're really feeling funky. <laughs> but each one sure plays perfectly well by itself and we actually only own the one we we own the zombie one but I, i i like the marvel one they have a jumanji themed one i haven't played that one i wonder what that one's like
0: i don't know but i think the reason i didn't really like it the first time was because it was more on like the 5 minute side of it. Oh, where and, somebody like, won like right the away. The game would pretty much end <laughs> before I even knew what the heck was happening. Yeah. And so like that was a big turn off for me cuz yeah. I'm like I don't even know how you play this game. Yeah.
1: I mean, it is it is fun to end the game kind of quick, but sometimes the game can kind of drag on and that's why some people don't like it is because it It will drag on and on and on because everybody's constantly changing the goal and keepers are constantly moving around. So nothing is stationary long enough to complete, basically.
0: Yeah, I think, I think we were playing with more people Mm -hmm. and it would just go super fast. Yeah, And like this last time I played it, it was just me and Mike playing it and it went, it, it, Went a little bit longer, so it was like easier to like understand what was happening. Mm-hmm. So I think I prefer it going a, a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and with like less people, but that yeah. might be a more of a personal preference. Mm-hmm. If you like a quick, fast game, then maybe like the more people mm-hmm. playing might be better for yeah.
1: you. I don't know. It it can go either either way pretty quickly. But, yeah, yeah. That's that's flux. Always I <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> F- fl- <you>
0: <laughs> Last but certainly not least mm-hmm. is card wars. Card wars. You heard that right, folks. <laughs> Straight from Adventure Time. It is two players only. Only. It's thirty minutes and play. Publishers Cryptozoic Entertainment. If you didn't notice, a lot of card games with Cryptozoic. Mm-hmm. Uh, designer is Matt Hira, or Hira, whatever. <laughs> and Corey Jones! <laughs> Woo. So, Card Wars is the same as the Card Wars episode. It plays a little bit differently than in the actual episode because obviously, like, that's not a real game, so they had to make it more functional. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, when you buy them, they come in pairs. So, like, you'll get Finn and Jake, or Beemo and Lady Rainicorn, Princess Bubblegum versus uh, Lumpy Space Princess, Marceline versus Ice King, Gunther versus Lemon Grab, or um, Fiona versus Cake. And um, each. Deck plays differently, mm-hmm. um, and they do have like the different like landscape types. So if you know the episode at all from Adventure Time, Finn does have the Blue Plains deck, and Jake does have the uh, Cornfield deck, and uh, it plays a little similar to like Magic or like Pokemon, where you have like a set of cards in your hand you play them down onto the landscapes and you're fighting each other mm-hmm. and you're trying to get the other person's hit points down to zero uh, you start off with 25 hit points um there are like um creature cards there are landscape cards or um building i guess they're building cards and then like spell cards so the creature cards are the ones that you play directly onto the landscapes. Um, then there's uh, building cards that kind of play behind and can affect that lane. And then there's spell cards that maybe do direct damage to somebody or maybe do direct damage to a creature or maybe it's like one damage to everything. Uh, they just do different things depending on what you're playing. Mm-hmm. Um there actually are booster packs. I don't know if they really make them anymore, but there are ones that you can get.
1: I didn't um, know they had booster packs. We- we- oh.
0: Yeah, so, so we backs. actually <laughs> we kind of go go hard yeah. on games. So, we bought a whole box of booster packs. Oh. And so we have w- at least one of every card. Nice. <laughs> but so you can take the decks and you can like like add to them or like customize them mm-hmm. like you you don't have to keep the the deck how it is like out of the box but you can and there is synergy to the decks like they do play well together and that's kind of like why they're made that way mm-hmm. but the booster cards can add to it mm-hmm. so you can customize it. Hmm. Um, like one of my favorites. I like playing Lady Rainicorn. She's got like a sand, sand, sandy lands deck. <laughs> and uh, it one of my favorite cards is the sandwich. <laughs> so they 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 do get pretty punny yeah. with their cards, and it's pretty hilarious but it's just it's a it's a fun one-on-one game mm-hmm. it does go pretty quick uh it can drag out though if you're kind of like if you know what you're doing and the other person knows what they're doing mm-hmm. and you just... sometimes it's it's kind of got like like sometimes you're looking for a certain card and maybe you get it when you want it or maybe you're like digging in your deck for a little bit trying to like Get that card out. So just kind of in the shuffle mm-hmm. of the deck, huh. how well it goes. But it's just a fun two-player game. Uh, Adventure Time's always fun. Uh, the cards are nice, uh, interesting. Uh, like I said, each each deck plays differently. So it's it's one of those things. Like you kind of, it's interesting to get the different uh, people. And seeing how their deck plays. And you can definitely mix and match them. Like, you don't have to always play Finn versus Jake. You could play Finn versus Princess Bubblegum. Yeah. You can play Jake versus Cake. Like, it's just... You can play it however you want. Um, I will say, Jake's deck is kind of OP. Oh, yeah? Uh, But that was, like, the first one they came out with. It's not... But he's not unbeatable, but he's harder. Like, his deck is pretty strong. Yeah. But not unbeatable. But it, it's it's just fun. I love the theme. Adventure Time's always great. And, like, the fact that they took the, the game from the show and made it, like, a real thing was really exciting for us. Uh-huh. And they do, they actually came up with Card Wars Tournament, which does take it from a two-player game to a four-player game. Oh, Yeah. And you play teams mm. and the decks are a little bit different. I think mm-hmm. the, the characters are like some of Jake's kids
1: oh, from the show. Yeah.
0: But it does play slightly differently because you're playing with teams, so you have like team cards. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they're quite like interchangeable, but mm. it, it, it does take it from like just two players to being able to play with more people. And then uh, they did have, like, a, a pack of hero cards. Mm-hmm. So you have, like, Jake, Finn, either, like, the main cast mm-hmm. or some of, like, the side characters. Mm-hmm. And if you play with those, mm-hmm. you get, like, a a specific, like, ability for, to play with your deck for the whole game. Mm-hmm. So it kind of adds, like, a little bit of yeah. like, an extra something to it.
1: Yeah, a little something-something
0: the car wars it's super fun i highly recommend it
1: yeah we we have a a set and i just don't think i think we've only played it once or twice but i've never really i think it's more kind of magic based and i've never really played magic
0: yeah so so if you do watch the episode and you're like jake floops the pig you actually can floop the pig in the game (laughs) It is a thing, and it's great. And flooping... <coughs> excuse me. Flooping is kind of like tapping in magic. Mm-hmm. So you, like, floop the card. You turn it onto its side. And it's more of, like, a defensive thing. Like, you're not attacking with that creature, and it can't be attacked. Mm-hmm. But it does have, like, an ability that might, like, boost something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. Excuse me.
1: Are you okay? I'm dying. <laughs>
0: Man, that hurt. I just got like a weird tickle in my throat.
1: Okay. I'm good. (laughs) Are you? I don't know. Alright, so... My last game is called Pit. You may or may not have heard of it. I have not. No. Well, it's a three- to eight-player game, 30- to to 90-minute gameplay. Um, It's published by a lot of people. Um, One of the main ones that I could find was Hasbro. And it's designed by Edgar Case, Harry Gavitt, and George S. Parker. And what is really fascinating about this game is that the first edition of it came out in 1903. Wow. This is an old card game.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: So it is a very noisy game. So if you're looking for people to be quiet, this is not that game.
0: Go play the mind. (laughs) Go play
1: the mind if you want a quiet game. This is the total opposite of that. So the way this game works is that um, depending on the number of players is the number of sets that you put into the game. And Pit is a kind of an auctioneering kind of game. Hence why it is not a quiet game. So um, there will be... I think it's eight cards to a set. And so okay. there will be, um, you either have barley or you have wheat or you have coffee or you have sugar. Like you'll have a product of some kind in that vein. Cause this is from 1903. So it's kind of old right. school like that. Um, trade goods. Yeah. Trade goods. Um, so if you're only playing with three people, you'll only have three sets out so you'll either you'll only have like sugar coffee and wheat like it doesn't super matter what cards you play with but you will need those sets the full sets because what you're trying to do is you are trying to collect your sets but everybody's hand is hidden from each other so i know what's in my hand but you don't know what's in my hand um and i'm trying to trade three cards so i'm just saying three 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 because i just want to trade three cards <laughs> so when somebody else wants to trade three cards they'll be like i got you here's three cards so we trade three cards if i were to get it my whole set of cards like let's say i was going for sugar i would ding the bell when i got all of my sugar and that means i <laughs> okay. get points for that round And this is, you know, a very, very old game. So you're supposed to play until 500 points. (laughs) Dang. But uh, we generally play until, um, I think we play what is technically a short game, which is to about 250 points. Um,
0: Still a lot of points. It is a lot of
1: points, but each set of cards generally has a determined point value So, like, the wheat, if you get the set of wheat, that's technically worth 100 points, I believe. So, playing with different sets nets you different amounts of points. Um, But it is a very loud game because everybody's just yelling all at once what amount of cards they want. Um, Jason likes to watch what cards you keep. So, if he gives you two sugar in one wheat and one coffee if you keep two cards he knows you want sugar so he will hoard a sugar he will con- he will keep a hold of one of your sugars <laughs> jason is a Dang. is a brat when playing this game <laughs> he's that guy yeah he is that guy um but it's it's just a really fun loud noisy game there's a bell you ding and it's just kind of a little bit old-fashioned, but it's still a lot of fun. Um, and if you're interested, I kind of recommend looking at the history of this game because it is kind of fascinating because one of the guys who designed the game was apparently a psychic. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I know what ga- cards you have. Yeah. <laughs> so, so look at the little history of Pit because it is kind of fascinating and it is a very old game it's been around for a very long time and it is it's worth it i think it's one of those games where i'm glad it's stuck around for that long yeah and it still plays pretty much the same way
0: some games work well, yeah you
1: know yeah you just
0: been around for a long time mm-hmm. and will probably be around for even longer no yeah
1: but that's that's pit
0: Right. that's card games y'all
1: so many card games oh there's so many more too
0: there are so many we probably will talk about this more than once yeah. because there's so many card mm-hmm. games like most games could probably be considered card games mm-hmm. just because they have cards in them mm-hmm. but we'll try to limit it a little bit, mm-hmm. but there's just too many to yeah. not talk about.
1: <laughs> um. So don't forget to hit us up on our social media. We're on Facebook. Uh, you can find us at uncontrollably fine, or you can hit us up on Twitter at U N C T R L F I N E. So that's uncontroll fine. Uh, you'll find us let us know what you want to hear about we appreciate it
0: yeah we want to hear from you let
1: us know what games you want to know about
0: if we don't know it we'll find out we will
1: just for you just for you because
0: we care (laughs) we We share because we
1: care (laughs) Ashley yes Ricky
0: What did you learn today? What
1: did I learn today? Uh, I learned today that um, even though I work in IT, computers still mystify me sometimes.
0: Yeah, they're pretty crazy. (laughs) They
1: can be wild. (laughs) What about you? Wild. (laughs) I
0: learned that diamond painting actually very fun and relaxing
1: diamond painting
0: yep it's like paint by numbers but with little oh, plastic diamonds that's
1: cute all right well thanks for tuning in to another episode of rare podcast
0: we'll catch
1: you next time next time bye Bye-bye.